breaks the great emotion of sex, gets more people into trouble than all the other emotions combined. And yet it's the most creative, the most profound, and the most divine of all of the emotions. It's not the emotion that's the, the, that, that gets people in trouble, it's their lack of controlling it and directing it, transmuting it, which they would be readily able to do if they had self-discipline. So it is with other faculties of the body and the mind. It's not that you have to change completely, it's just that you have to be the master, you have to be in control, you have to recognize uh, the things that you must do in order to have sound health and peace of mind. It also means the development of daily habits by which the mind is kept busy in connection with the things and the circumstances that one desires and off the circumstances one does not desire. It means that you will not accept or submit to the influence of any circumstance or thing you do not desire. Nothing at all. Don't submit to it. Do you mean by your statement that one should not indulge the desire for sex? No. I mean that sex, like all other forces available to man, should be understood, mastered, and made to serve man. The desire for sex expression is as natural as the desire for food. The desire can no more be killed than one can entirely stop a river from flowing. If the emotion of sex is shut off from the natural mode of expression, it will break out in some other, less desirable form. Just as a river will, if dammed, break through and flow around the dam. The person who has self-discipline understands the emotion of sex, respects it, and learns to control and transmute it into constructive activities. Just what damage is there in overindulgence of sex? The greatest damage is that it depletes the source of man's greatest driving force and wastes, without adequate compensation, man's creative energy. It dissipates energy needed by nature to maintain physical health. Sex is nature's most useful therapeutic force. It depletes the magnetic energy which is the source of an attractive, pleasing personality. It removes the sparkle from one's eyes and sets up discord in the tone of one's voice. It destroys enthusiasm, subdues ambition, and leads inevitably to the habit of drifting on all subjects. My friends, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, where here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. My friends, we're talking today about sexual transmutation. I've touched on this subject before. I've done it, and I will probably continue to do it as the months, days, years, decades go on. But, you know, I really want to share not only... First of all, shout out to Napoleon Hill. He was the... He's one of the original pioneers of this topic, as he was the one who really popularized it as far as I know. But my friends, I really want to tell you more of a personal story today. Now, for those of you, I'm, I know there are multiple stories out there, more stories than I could possibly imagine about people who have used their sexual energy to bring about their greatest successes. I know what's happened. I've read about them. I've seen them. It is a skill. And just like any other skill in your life, it takes practice. It takes persistence. And above all, it takes direction. My friends, I want to ask you a question. What is it you value in life? What do you desire? Because if you don't know what it is you desire, if you don't know what it is you want out of your life... Sexual transmutation will do nothing for you. In fact, it will be equivalent to torture in your life. 
But if you know what you want, if you know at least to an extent what it is you want, I want you to go write it down. Write down. What do you want? Do you want to be an entrepreneur with your own company? Do you want to make a million dollars? Do you want to get a girlfriend? Whatever it is you want. I don't care what it is. I don't know what what is valuable to you. But whatever is valuable to you, write it down. And I'm not talking about on your phone. No, no, no. Get actual paper. Get an actual pen. And go and write this down. Because then you will be able to hold yourself accountable. You'll be able to actually tell yourself, hey, wait a minute. I wrote this down. This means something to me. It's not just a dream anymore. I've put it into the world. I have given it life. Therefore, it must come true. Now, sexual transmutation will change your life in a couple of ways. Number one, it will force you to develop discipline. Now, if you are somebody who lacks discipline, you don't like to feel pain, you don't like to do things that are difficult, you want to just coast through life. You want to, I'm just going to kick back, man. I just want to, I just want to have life easy, man. I want to vibe, bro. I want to just be out here and do my thing and I want to just have it easy. Yeah, this is not for you. If you think you're going to come out here and it's going to be easy. You are so wrong. Because let me tell you something. If you, I don't know what you do in your spare time, but let me tell you something. If you, if you choke the chicken every day, maybe a couple times a day, you're going to struggle with this. If you are chasing the hoes, if you're out here trying to mack down these hoes, if you're out here trying to chase the girls, you're going to struggle with this. I like what Napoleon Hill said. And his so in the second clip I showed you, that was from his book, Outwitting the Devil. And it's basically him as the interviewer having a conversation with the devil. And the devil is described as a being who is the negative to every atom. Like he said, you should not fear your sexual energy. That is not my goal. That is That should not be your goal. You don't fear it because fear leads to frustration and it leads to self-loathing. It leads to drifting. Don't fear it. You need to acknowledge it and you need to put it to work for you because if you don't, it will run rickshaw over your life and you will be frustrated. There's another line from that book where he says that if you, if a man took half of the energy he takes in the pursuit of sex, he would never know poverty. Let me ask you something. How much time do you spend on Tinder? How much time do you spend on Bumble? How much time do you spend on just thinking about having sex, wanting sex, how you're going to get sex? How much time do you spend thinking about that every day? hour, two hours, maybe more, that time adds up because energy is, energy is neither created nor destroyed. So every time you have these thoughts, which are natural, by the way, don't hate yourself for having them. That's normal. 
But if you're just going to marinate, have it marinate in your head, you're not going to, you, you can't just leave it there because then it will have its way with you instead of you putting it to work. You need to say, oh, wait a minute. I'm having these desires. I need to go to the gym. I need to go do some push-ups. I need to go work on my side hustle. I need to get back to work. Whatever it is you do, you need to actively put that energy towards your ambition. Because it is natural. As Napoleon Hill said, it is natural. It is something that you have to live with. I think of it in these terms. That there is the spiritual side of your being and there is the physical side. The spiritual side is the man and the monkey is the physical. You can't get rid of your body. I mean, that's called, that's what death is. You can't get rid of your body. Nor should you want to. It's what keeps you in this world. So what do you do? You need to realize that you have these cravings. You have these desires. And hating it, resenting it, dreading it, running from it. It's still going to show up. It's still going to find you. It knows where you live because it is you. You can't run from it. It will always be a part of you. So you need to make it a part of your program. You need to put it to work for you or it will run your life over and you will have to fight against it, which will take significantly more effort and it will take you down a path of working twice as hard to get what you want. Now, let's address the elephant in the room and let's just be honest. Everyone's going to screw up. Even the most disciplined person will fail every once in a while. Failure is not bad. Let me get, let's make that clear. Failure is not bad. In fact, you learn more from failure than you do from victory. But your failure must become a lesson. It must become something you retain and you learn from because then you didn't fail. That is, that is a good thing and a necessary thing that you went through. A true failure is something that was horrible that you did not learn a dang thing from. I want you to learn everything you can possibly absorb and become the best. Not the not a slightly better, not just above average, no, the best person that you can become. That is what I want for you. That is what I want for myself. And that's why every day I strive to improve and I do. What are you doing? Do you want to improve? Let me ask you, let me tell you something and let me ask you a question and pair it together. Do you try to tear people down instead of trying to build yourself up? Whether it's you're kind of in that, in like this blue pill rage when you're in the transition from blue pill to red pill, whatever it is, whatever terms you want to use. If you're in this position of rage, anger, resentment. Not good, man. Not, not good. It's not good. You're stuck in a place where you're trying to tear others down. You're jealous. You're envious. Not good, man. I don't care if you're jealous of another man's accomplishments or maybe you're jealous about, you know, maybe some dude got the girl you were pining after. It doesn't matter because jealousy is an admission of inferiority. Do not be jealous. Instead of being jealous, get get rejuvenated, get passionate. Get 
to asking, maybe you can learn something from this person that you're jealous of. Ask them how they did it. I guarantee you they'll be happy to talk about it. Because people who succeed don't want to just harbor everything in. For those of you who don't know about Napoleon Hill, where he learned a lot of what he writes about, whether it's in Thinking Girl Rich, Outwitting the Devil, the other books he has is from um, Carnegie, Andrew Carnegie. Um, if you don't know who he is, he was the founder of, I think it was American Steel. He was one of the richest men in it. He's one of the robber barons of old. And he learned from him. And he realized that you, in order to build wealth, you need to think. You need to use your own mind. Don't just believe what people tell you. You need to take what they say and you need to marinate on it. You need to think. You need to meditate on it. But let me tell you something. If you believe that you're not going to sacrifice, you're not going to suffer to forge this new fortune that you're trying to build, you are delusional. You have to be willing to give everything to get. There's a saying of, you got what you wanted and you lost what you had. That's a very real thing. But you need to be willing to make that sacrifice. It doesn't mean that it will happen, but you need to be able to find something you will give anything to achieve. Because then you will be successful. Then you will have passion and then you will have the guts to pursue it and never give up. Be like a bulldog with its jaws clenched and it will not let go. That is what sexual energy will do for you. It will change your life and it will give you back control over the mo one of the most primal things of your life. If you can control your diet and you can control your sexual appetite, you are ahead of so many men. So many women, you're ahead of so many people who are slaves to their own desires. They live in this primal state. You need, you need to be better than that if you want to be, succeed in this life. If you don't want to be a normie, an oxygen thief, who's just out here living just like a, a non-player character in a game, me an NPC, where if you want to be the protagonist, you need to act like one. You need to stop pretending like you're doing everything while you're doing nothing. My friends, I want the best for you. But you need to also be willing to sacrifice. You need to want it for yourself. Because then you will be successful. And then, then you will start to feel in control of your life again. You'll be hungry. And you will not harbor hatred. Hatred has no place here. You need to want to help. But the help starts with you. You need to be able to help yourself before you can help others. One thing at a time. But my friends, I want to know what you have to say about this. Are you on semen retention? Are you on NoFap? Are you on this journey of sexual transmutation? Leave your thoughts in the comments. I would love to hear your story. Maybe you might inspire someone and change their life. I'm going to post a question on my Twitter page. As Sheep Get Sheared, I actually, the other day, I created a TikTok and I created a Instagram page for this channel. All have the same name at Sheep Kids Sheared for everything. My friends, I want you to be more involved and I want your voice to be heard because I am not unique in this arena. 
A lot of other men have come before me and a lot more will come after me. My friends, God bless you. God bless your family and God bless America. We're out of here. Have a great day. Peace.